0: Sometimes you're going to feel that dip. You're going to feel that dip in what you're doing and you're not going to feel like the expert. You're not going to feel like the best one in the room. And you can take that two different ways. You can take that and make it about you and let that insecurity feed how you act and take up space because that's what happens a lot is a moment where we don't feel like we're the best or the moment that we don't feel like um, we're the expert in the room, there's no more space for me. Mm, Better bow out and let someone else let the new star shine in. You're listening to the Thrive and Thread podcast, a sacred soul space for healing, self-love, personal growth, and creativity. I'm your host, Lauren DeVera, a certified life and mindset coach, positive psychology practitioner, choreographer, and founder of The Lion's Den. I teach folks how to reframe their negative thoughts, move from self-doubt to self-trust, make time for what matters, and step boldly into their purpose. So are you with me? let's do this welcome back to another episode of thrive and thread the very last episode of 2022 wild to even say that um, I am also IG live at the time of this recording we are exploring new territory and new ways of doing things on actually in the, just in the creative journey and so I'm inviting people in behind the scenes to witness what it's like to create a podcast in real time and for full transparency i have no notes i have nothing that i'm looking at i'm speaking from the heart today at the time of this recording there are people upstairs that are renovating the apartment above me you will probably hear ambient sounds and i'm not the most advanced when it comes to editing so i am asking for some grace during this episode um, as we're just showing up as our full selves So first of all, I want to give thanks to every single one of you that has been listening to this podcast, whether you're a new listener or you've been listening since we first launched in 2020, just so much gratitude for you being here, for listening, for taking the time. I value your time and to be in your ears or your car speaker um, just means the world to me. So thank you for being a part of this incredible community and I'm so excited for what 2023 is going to bring. I'm going to bring back the interviews and... It's going to be great so get ready for an awesome new year to arrive so i felt like the best way to end 2022 and doesn't matter when you're listening to this episode is to talk about how you can take up more space in the new year and you can replace that phrase with in the new season in my next job in my next creative pursuit how to take up more space Now, for those of you that do know, I have launched my group program, Roots and Fruits, and we are halfway through the program, and it has been an amazing journey witnessing these amazing leaders and creatives and entrepreneurs and folks who simply just want to take up more space and do things with confidence. And a big conversation that we have is, how do I take up more space, right, when the confidence is dwindling or maybe not present? And the first thing I'm going to say is, We need to invite courage into our practice, into our tool belt. Fear may not ever go away, right? Even as I'm doing this recording, even as I'm IG Live, fear may not ever go away. So how do we keep going despite the fear? How do we create despite the fear? And I said this in a recent class at the Lions Den, or actually I think, no, at the Kennedy Center, um that maybe it wasn't confidence that we needed so much and it was courage. Courage means you're moving through despite the fear. Courage means you're doing it afraid. And depending on the season of when you're listening to this, right, a lot of us are going to have a lot of momentum and motivation for new things we want to do in the new year. However, it's great to set those goals. It's great to have those resolutions. But if you're not aware of your mindset during those things, it may not be sustainable. And the way to show up for yourself sustainably is to invite courage into your daily practice. What does that actually look like and what does that mean? So courage, like we said, is doing the thing despite the fear. Courage is showing up, right? Sometimes courage is doing the thing that you don't want to do, okay? Courage, in order to build that courage muscle, is how do you develop that in your daily practice? So how do we develop courage in our our daily life? For me, it starts with being able to ask for what I need. And sometimes asking for what we need is not comfortable. Actually, oftentimes it's not comfortable to speak up and ask for what you need. But in order to develop the practice of courage, which then leads to you taking up more space, it has to start in the spaces that you feel most comfortable. And the space that most of us feel most comfortable, I hope, is at home, right? So whether you live alone or maybe with a roommate or a partner or an entire family, How do you build up your courage muscle in the day-to-day? That might mean trusting your opinion on something. That might mean trusting your intuition. That might mean not asking for a third or second or fourth opinion on what you're doing and trust yourself to make the right decision. When you can build the muscle of trusting your decisions, your courage meter goes up, right? And so we start with courage, right? How do we take up space in our families how do we take up space in the workplace how do we take up space in our business right so I'm going to start with creativity because a lot of you listeners are creatives a lot of you are entrepreneurs how do we take up space in our creative work how do we take up space in our business and the first thing that comes to mind is not being afraid to be a beginner again we've all been a beginner at some point right so i've been a beginner as a podcaster before maybe you've been a beginner in your dance practice before maybe you're a beginner as you're starting your your first small business taking up space must continuously invite us to be a beginner again and what do i mean by that we have to be willing to look like we're in transition it's a vulnerable thing to show others that we're in transition it's a vulnerable thing to show people that hey i don't have it all together i don't have the answers but I'm trying and we do that by being okay with being a beginner. By being okay with being a beginner and showing others that we're a beginner. So in, an example that I love to use is I've been dancing my whole life since I was little. Danced all the way up until now. Got my degree in dance and I've been dancing nonstop. You know I set choreography, I've been teaching dance for 12 plus years. But there are ebbs and flows to the creative practice. There are ebbs and flows to what I do. So it's like, right, um, what do they call it? Valleys and and mountaintops. Sometimes you're going to feel that dip. You're going to feel that dip in what you're doing and you're not going to feel like the expert. You're not going to feel like the best one in the room. And you can take that two different ways. You can take that and make it about you and let that insecurity feed how you act and take up space because that's what happens a lot is a moment where we don't feel like we're the best or the moment that we don't feel like um, we're the expert in the room, there's no more space for me. Mm, better bow out and let someone else let the new star shine It A great way that I think of that is like younger generation in dance, right? And then the older heads in dance, right? I'm somewhere in between. I'm not an OG, right? But I'm not a beginner, but I have to be willing to be a beginner again if I want to progress in my dance. So are you willing to be a beginner again? Are you willing to not be the best in the room? And I think it's important to touch on why we're not naturally inclined to take up space. A lot of that comes from our culture and our upbringing, right? So I was raised in a Asian household, Filipino, and... Um, and back then it's not that long ago but when i was a child right girls were supposed to be nice and stay quiet and behave and you know not take up too much space and i'm mindful of that now as a bonus mom and a co-parent to amelia that you know it's naturally embedded in us to want to tell our kids to be quiet or to tone it down turn it down but what we're not realizing is that what we're doing that what we're doing in that moment is telling them to be smaller than who they are. Now, yes, there are time. there's a time and place for taking up space and being loud and being expressive, and there's a time and place for us to, you know, be quiet and respect who's in the room. But, you know, what beliefs do you have about taking up space, being loud, being your full self? And taking up space doesn't necessarily mean being loud. So let's define what taking up space actually means. So for those of us that identify as introverts or identify as shy people that's a whole nother story about the labels that we've placed on ourselves which is impacting your ability to take up space but taking up space isn't about being the loudest person in the room taking up space to me is being my full authentic self without caring so much about what other people think about me so that means i'm not going to turn it down simply to make other people feel comfortable i'm not going to adjust who i am to make the room feel comfortable I'm going to be my full self and trust that my full self is perfect and enough. That's taking up space, right? Taking up space is also expressing ourselves in the world. So whatever you have on your heart to express that has not been expressed, I'm going to ask you, why are you not expressing it? What is getting in the way of you not fully sharing your art, okay? So I'll be transparent sharing my art is a lot scarier than going ig live it's a lot scarier for me than going on the mic i feel very comfortable with my voice and my ability to articulate what i want to say i'm very comfortable in front of the room and sharing what's on my heart but you asked me to choreograph and share that with the world and i've been dancing my entire life that is a lot scarier for me So I know that when I take up space, I have to focus on how do I take up space creatively? How do I get over that fear of sharing my message through movement? And it's also important to understand why are you afraid to take up space in certain spaces or in certain areas of your life? For me, I am more nervous to take up space in dance, perhaps because I have a subconscious belief that there's a high expectation of others on me when it comes to dance because I've been dancing my whole life. And maybe you feel that way too, right? Maybe you feel pressure to take up so much space because there's been pressure placed on you from other people about how awesome you are at it, right? And people don't understand that, yes, even though you are considered an expert or considered the best, there is pressure to maintain that, to maintain that role because you've been given that role. Which leads me back to the initial point of we must be willing to be a beginner again. The world needs you to take up space, Okay, similar to the message and a previous recording that I did on Stop Hiding and Shine Your Light, you need to take up more space. I'm going to read a comment from IG Live. I'm going to put this in the recording. It makes me realize that no matter what position someone else is in, there always will be some reason we feel we should make ourselves small. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the people that you are looking at that seem like experts and have been doing it forever, you know, and maybe... Maybe you're being looked at like that by other people. Maybe I'm viewed at like that by other people, but it's a constant practice for me to allow myself to take up space. And you know what? Taking up space is uncomfortable. Taking up space can feel foreign. Taking up space doesn't always feel like the easiest thing, easiest thing. Have you noticed that any time you are asked to do something that's going to stretch you and possibly change the trajectory of your life, it has required you to be vulnerable and to take up more space? And so if you want life change in 2023 or whatever year you're listening to this or whatever time period that you're listening to this, you got to be willing to feel uncomfortable in taking up space. And I was about to say in the limelight, right, in the spotlight, taking up space doesn't necessarily mean that you're in front of the camera it doesn't necessarily mean that all eyes are on you again taking up space means being your full authentic self without worrying about what other people are going to say which is synonymous with confidence and courage everything here is connected everything is threaded okay so with this being the last episode of 2022, I was like, what can I say? What can I share that is different from what you might be hearing on other podcasts or other spaces? Yes, you can set goals. Yes, you can develop new habits and routines. But if you don't believe that you're worthy of taking up space, it doesn't matter. If you don't believe you're worthy of taking up space, it doesn't matter. Okay? So we talked about cultivating courage in the day-to-day life. Hello, folks that are joining me, IG Live. Yes, we are live in this recording for my podcast right now. Um, What did I say? Cultivating courage in your daily life. Willing to be a beginner again, even if you've been deemed as the expert for X amount of years. Uh, Willing to be uncomfortable. Finding out which area of your life you have a hard time taking up space in. And working with courage, right? Because courage means fear is still present. Courage means insecurity is still going to be present. Courage means imposter syndrome is still going to be present. All of that stuff is going to be present and we need those things. I need those things. If I don't feel those things, I don't feel like I'm dreaming big enough. So putting on my first dance production, oh my God, the imposter syndrome was so strong. I'm working on a short dance film. The imposter syndrome is so strong, right? The first time I I put out my podcast two years ago, the imposter syndrome was so strong. The first time I called myself a life coach, the imposter syndrome was so strong. That's good though. You want to feel that. You want to feel that because that means you are stepping into new territory, which is what is being asked of us on a regular basis. So don't wait for January 1st to do the new thing or that new goal start today. Whenever you're listening to this, how can you start taking action on those very things that you have been procrastinating on or playing small? We don't have time to play small. We don't. I don't want to keep saying that life is short. I don't want to say that. But time is moving fast. I'll say that. That feels a little more on the positive side. Time waits for no one. And so if we don't take the time now, today tonight when are we going to do it and so how can you start building the momentum now so that by the time february 1st comes around you're still implementing those goals you're still showing up for yourself i forget what the percentage is but they say by the time february 1st rolls around people have dropped off on those new year goals and new year resolutions don't be that person Set the intention now. Take up space now. You don't need to wait for January 1st. There's nothing magical about January 1st. But the energy is different, I will say that. So can you allow this energy that feels good and use that to your advantage to take up space? So my question for you that I'm going to leave you with today is, Do what area of your life do you need to take up more space in? Once you've gotten clear on what that area is, What are one to three things that you can do that are going to help you continuously take up space? And I've just been using dance as an example. It's a very tangible and present example for me. I want to feel more confident in my creative process. I want to feel like I have a rhythm and flow to how I choreograph. I want to have a rhythm and flow to how I move my body, right? So what can I do? I can schedule time at the studio I can invite a friend to join me so that I can put movement on them and practice teaching it and seeing what it looks like on another body. I can watch more dance-related content, right? I can do the scary thing and go live while I'm recording a podcast episode. I had no idea how that was going to work out, right? But I am not afraid to look like I'm figuring it out. Looking at you at my phone. Those of you that are here, I'm looking down at my laptop. I have the mic here. We were dealing with ambient sounds, but I still showed up. So stop waiting for the perfect condition to show up. Stop waiting for the perfect conditions to show up for yourself. Because you'll be waiting forever. So create the conditions or show up despite. Despite the ambient noises. Despite not having a beautiful background behind me. Show up for yourself. Take up space. You deserve to do that. And if you'd like support, join my newsletter, okay? Roots and Fruits, the doors are going to open again in 2023. We're halfway through the first cohort, and I would love to work alongside you on making your dreams come true. You have it within you. You have it within you. But don't do it alone. Get the support that you need. Get the community that you need so that you're covered on all bases yeah let's take a breath that's all I got today because I have to show up at the studio I gotta walk the dog and we're gonna make we're gonna make our dreams happen despite what you need to do and whatever's on your tending list okay the world needs you you need you to show up for yourself what is something you can do that your future self would be proud of and let me know in the comments on the ig live if you're still here what is something that you can do that your future self would be proud of i'll share one of mine one of mine is i'm going to apply for that grant that's been on my to-do list (laughs) i'm going to continue to do my daily yoga practice because i feel strong and confident, and connected to my body after I do that, and I'm going to do more impromptu things like this, like going IG live, showing up on TikTok, that's a new territory for me, but I'm so curious about it, (laughs) and so I'm letting that curiosity be the thing that builds the momentum. What is it that can build the momentum for you? For me, it's curiosity. I'm extremely curious. I want to know how things work, and I'm going to explore that. So, Thrive and Thread community, it has been an honor to do this with you. Let's end this year strong. Let's enter 2023 20, or whenever you're listening to this with ease and courage and joy and excitement. I don't think we talk about excitement enough. If we're excited, we're more inclined to show up. Okay? Okay. It has been an honor to do this with you. Hit those links in the show notes. Join the newsletter so you're the first to know when Roots and Fruits is going to open up again in 2023. I can't wait to see you and to be with you. And that's it for now. I'll see you in the new year. Keep being you and keep shining. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Thrive and Thread with your host, Lauren DeVera. Yay for making time for self-care and some mindset love on over to lauren to learn more about our thriving community, our movement and wellness offerings, and one-on-one coaching. Be sure to stay connected by following us on Thrive and Thread on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you love today's episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend or loved one. We'd love for more people to learn more about our show. But until next time, keep being you and keep shining.